Okay, Baruch Hashem, we begin a new day, a new life. Baruch Hashem, Chadashim Labkarim Rabbi Munasecha, that we have an opportunity to start a new week, to start a new, uh, a new day, start new, start new, that's the, uh, the power, the power of, of, of being alive, the gift of being alive is the gift of us being able to change and to grow and to um, be able to change perspective, to be able to um, try as best as we can to make our life the life that we want it to be. That's why we have Bechira, we have choice, which is the greatest gift that a person can have is the ability to choose. The fact that someone can choose, he could choose uh, uh, good, and you could choose not good. But the bottom line is, you could choose. Uh, a person is put in this world and he has the choice. He could be happy, he could be sad, he could go do this, he could do that, he could work, he could sleep, he could do anything. That's the power of cheres, of freedom, that a person has, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives each and every one of us. And the, uh, the, the bracha that we have is that we have a Rosh Hashanah, we have a Yom Kippur, we have a, a days that, that strengthen this concept. We have days that strengthen the concept of change and change and more change. And it begins from El and continues going uh, through Sukkot and hopefully it carries a person if you have Elul and Tishrei, those two months that are very strong, hopefully it, it builds a person for the entire year, it builds his life. Is that a person wants to uh, be tapped in to growth, tapped into change. You want your life, as the Grah says, is that a person is always moving up, hopefully is always moving up. That, that, that it's lamala. You're always moving up. You're always changing. You're always growing because otherwise a person's going down. That's just a way of life. If you're not moving forward, now what does moving forward mean? Moving forward could mean that a person learns to relax more. That could be moving forward. That he has to learn to be calm and relax. It means that that could be growth also. People think that moving forward always means that you're that you're. Uh, physically doing something more and more. It could mean that a person has a different perspective on his life. He needs to go on vacation. That could be growth also. He has to spend more time with his family. That could be growth also. That's not, growth doesn't just mean waking up early and going to bed late. Growth could be going to bed early and, and waking up late, right? It could be, it could be that a person needs to take a break. So growth is very subjective. Growth is very, um, personal. Every person um, wants to and, and has the ability to analyze what it is that I need to grow, how I need to grow, and what I need to focus on growth. And that's really the first step. The first step for a person in order to grow is to first identify where he needs to grow. That's the first step that a person wants to, wants to do. The first thing is growth is not something that is shadal chal nefesh, it's not something that, that applies the same for everybody, but it's something that very, very, it's very subjective. For a person to first analyze and say, 
what are the things that I need to do to help me grow for this year, for this month, for this week. Right? A person can start with a week, starts off Sunday morning, starts off Matzi Shabbos, and says, okay, what are my goals for the week? What are my goals for the month? What are my goals then for the year? A person says, what are his goals for the year? Is also very important for a person to do. So one of the things that we know, Baruch Hashem, is to talk. Is talk. When a person talks, and a person um, is constantly talking, uh, it's very dangerous for a person. A person has to be careful the way he speaks. And this is something that's interesting because, because it is very important for a person to be open. It's very important for a person to be able to learn how to vent, right? And for a person to express himself. And at the same time, right, sometimes you have a person who could sit around and he could schmooze with a lot of people, but he really is not really talking and saying what's really going on inside of him. And it's not just about uh, small talk. It could be sometimes a person having a much deeper conversation with people, learning how to express yourself with people. Sometimes people think, oh, I'm so quiet, I'm so shy, I don't talk you know, to people. Sometimes that's the biggest bracha you could have is not to be so talkative, but when you have conversations, there are are authentic, deep, real conversations. Some people could sit around and talk, and talk and talk all day, but they say nothing, and there's nothing uh, qualitative about what they talk. Not even that, many times it's like that, that a person go ahead and just talk and talk and talk, and what he's doing is, is he's avoiding, uh, you know, talking about the real things. You know, people say, whether you're an extrovert or you're an introvert, right? People who, who talk and have a lot of conversations, so they think that, oh yeah, I'm someone who, who's so open. Sometimes that's all just a, a facade. It's just a protector to, to not really talk about you know, deep, deep feelings and not to talk about deep things. So the, we, we begin and we start off with purity of speech, which is the essence of man. Man's essence is how he speaks and what comes out of his mouth. And we know that that follows a person's thinking. A person only will end up talking and saying that which is in his mind, that which is in his heart, in his mind. A person usually will say that which is on his mind. When you have negativity in your head, in your mind, in your heart, as we know that's why someone who speaks Lashon Hara becomes a Mitzorah, because you're mozi the ra. You take out all the bad that a person has inside of him. When a person goes ahead and says, ah, oh, this is, you know, oh, it's such a beautiful day. When a person goes ahead and says, oh, such a beautiful person. When a person says, oh, there's such beautiful opportunity of life. So what you're doing is you are bringing out all the tov that you have inside of you. When a person goes ahead and talks bad, he's bringing out all the bad that a person has inside him. That's why the Mitzorah spends time alone. What do they do to the Mitzorah? He spends time alone. He's alone because he wants to recognize that I need to develop and I got to figure myself out. I got to figure out why am I so negative? Why is, where is all this negativity coming from? Because it's not anybody else. They think people get uh, confused to think that it's somebody else when it has nothing to do with anybody else. All those people are doing are triggering you. That's all they're doing. They're pressing something that's already in, within 
within yourself. Yes, Nisanal. So just to answer uh, your second question first, is that, yes, a person always is going to have physical, as long as he's alive, as long as he's there, he's going to have ego. He's going to have this physical. The the goal is to learn how to, uh, you know, to to be like you're on a horse, and you, you can have a horse, right? You ever see a guy walk a dog, and the dog's really walking him. Right, so your life could be a life where your dog, so to speak, is running your life, or you're running your dog's life. And a person can never be sure of himself as long as he's in the physical world. A person can never be sure of himself that he's not going to slip. A person has to be very, very careful. Right, it was the longest going, reigning going gadol for over 80 years, and he fell at the end of his life. Okay, so you're right. So number one, that's true. But when a person trains himself to have, to have the, the, the reins over his body, the reins over his mind, body, right, emotions, then he can control himself. That's number one. That was the second question you were asking. Like, Abi, the first question is that when you don't speak about other people and it stays within you and you don't get angry, it stays within you, then you, you're, you're faced with having to deal with it. You're faced with the pain. Like we've spoken many times, anger and sadness are very, very connected. Angry people are really sad. Just they take their sadness out on other people. Sad people are really angry. They just what? They don't take it out on anybody. They let it sit inside of them. They let it fester inside. But when a person, Nisana, like you're saying, does not talk about other people, and a person doesn't blame the country he lives in, he doesn't blame his parents, he doesn't blame anyone. And he says, you know what, I gotta learn to accept the pain, the difficulty, the anxiety, the insecurity, the dot, 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 whatever you have, that I need to learn to deal with it, that's when you begin to live. Because that's when you begin to deal with it. As opposed to sitting around and talking, people could sit around and talk and they could talk about the president and the prime minister and the reason this is like this is because of that. People literally can spend their entire day talking about other people. People could spend their entire day. Again, I used to be a big sports fan. I know a lot of stats from back in the day, right? There are people who could spend days and days just talking about football, baseball, uh, basketball, Whatever it might be, just talk, talk, talk about other people all day and all day and all day. And what they're missing is they're missing themselves. They're missing uh, talking about themselves. Yes, Mati. I just wanted to say what yeah. Masana was saying about the, the, the feeling of, of the negative feelings that you have and you're just with you until the day you die. Something that I've learned uh, with dealing with trauma is a lot of what you have to do is identifying your triggers because the person going to react as a person. Shem makes us react. But your reaction isn't necessarily a negative or a positive one. It's just you to react. Correct. So if a person's reacting negatively, that's not negative or positive. It's a reaction. The question is, how are you reacting to a reaction 
So I think a lot of the work that goes in is not necessarily towards the, oh my God, I'm reacting, oh my God, I'm reacting to it negatively. It's okay, I reacted. Now what am I doing about it? And there begins the work. And once you identify exactly. that, that's where the Beautiful. work begins. Then everything Beautiful. You know, goes to the side. Beautiful, Mata. Beautiful, beautiful. Very nice. Beautiful. It's true. Right, correct. It's a reaction. So what Monty's saying, which is so, which is so true, is that what what what, uh, and this works with our problems as well. It's the same thing. Is that we get upset that we're triggered a certain way. We get upset that that we react a certain way, as opposed to recognizing why am I reacting that way? Why why does this keep me, why when, when I meet this person, or why when it comes Sunday, or why when, when you know, the, the, the boys, quote unquote, are talking about something else, I can't, I don't know how to stand up for myself. Why can't I be an independent person and, and learn to, you know, live the way I want to live? Why am I stuck in certain things? What happens is, is that we beat ourselves up for reacting a certain way. We beat ourselves up by having, by being triggered. A person, I can't tell you how many times a person will say, oh, I'm so nervous, you know, uh, in this new situation, whatever it is. Good, it's good that you're nervous. It's very normal for a person to, to be nervous, right? I was speaking to someone right over, this happens all the time, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, especially during these times, where oh, a person's not feeling it, a person's not connecting, what's wrong with me? Nothing's wrong with you. Oh, there's nothing wrong with you. It's very normal not to feel connected sometimes. It's very normal for a person to feel disconnected. It's very normal for a person to feel a certain way about himself. It's very, uh, let, me, let me say better than the word normal. It's very appropriate. It's very appropriate. There's appropriate uh, reactions that every person um, has, and, and it's our reaction, like Mati was saying, it's our reaction to the reaction. It's our personal reaction to what, how we're reacting, which is usually the problem. Not the reaction itself. It's the fact that we beat ourselves up. It's the fact that we're negative about whatever it might be. Okay, so based on that, let's learn the, the halacha in, in uh, Purity of Speech, day 8, page 35. Question, are there any other question, comments before we begin the halacha? Yes, Maishi. Yeah, Zalmi said that one. Zalmi Batman said that. Correct. It may not be your fault, but it's your responsibility. Very good. It's not your fault that you are a certain way, or you this, you know, you, you react a certain way, or your mother was like this, your father's like this, you grew up like this, your family culture's like this. But at the end of the day, it becomes your responsibility to deal with it. To deal with it. That's the, and that's why you can never judge anybody. Can't judge anybody because you have this guy grow up in a home where he never saw anger in his life. He, he never, someone would spill and everybody would clap and dance. So he's like, oh, this is great. And you have another guy where they spilled and the, the father or the mother, you know, you know went, went bananas. So that's what you do when it spills. So, so, you know, depending on where you're at, depending on what level you're at, that's why it's, that's why it's always important to remember that it's working on yourself is everything. It's not getting there. You'll get there. Everybody will end up getting there. You just gotta work on yourself 
right? Because the guy who's working on his anger, the guy who's working on his tithes, nobody knows what level desire somebody has. Nobody can gauge. You can't like put your, you know, walk into a thing and say, okay, your level of uh, taiva is this level, and his level of taiva is here. You have no idea. You have no idea. This guy might not have such taivas for things, and he's able to conquer his taiva because it's this small, while yours is, is the size of the space medrash. So, so you're, you're judged, they say, Ramosha Feinstein, Shachli <coughs> used to stand up for every person who walked in the room. They knew they were the Gadol Adar. They knew they were the, the great, great rabbis of the generation, the, the greatest rabbis. So why would they stand up for someone? They would stand up for somebody. Why? Because maybe that person is working on themselves more than I'm working on myself. Maybe they're, maybe they're on a higher level than I am. Yes, Chaim Yaakov. Thank you, Maishi. Yes, correct. Right, okay, that's true. Well, I, I agree with you. That's a good point. I, I do agree with you. My point in that, good. Chaimanko's already being, being machalic. Very good. So good. Chaimanko's asking, I said the other day, Chaimanko's going to, it's good. I said the other day, you want to have new problems. You don't want to keep on having the same problems. So he's asking a contradiction because now I'm saying it's not about fixing your problem. It's about working. It's about working and working on, on whatever it is. It doesn't matter that you have the same. Maisha, you want to answer? Okay, let's hear. Yeah. Right. Okay, good. Right, so, uh, so good, good. Right, so, so more or less, right, more or less, so first of all, it's a great Sira Maishi, great point. Just to bring it out, oh, okay, everyone's all excited. Good, good, it's good to talk about this, good. Let's see. Yes. The Derek Shalom wrote to Leila, right, maliciously. Okay, good. Okay, good. Beautiful. Good, good. He's got, yeah, that's, yeah, Menachem. Shkoyach, everyone, first of all. Shkoyach, Yes, Menachem. I think I'm very honest with you. When someone has a issue, you're saying, you know, you know, myself, you're saying, you So I want to say, thank you, Menachem. I, I, so first of all, I love, I love, I love this discussion. Chaimiyak was a great point. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to say that there are certain things that that can that can stick with a person for a long time, right? Those are pro- different types of problems that sometimes can stick with a person. But ultimately, ultimately. If a person is really trying to work on something, that's, that's the first step, is I'm really, really trying to work on it. Most of the time, most of the time, if you can't beat whatever it is you're working on, then you're either doing something wrong, or you need help. As the Gemara says, Yagata umatsasa tamen. If you work hard, and you arrive, believe it. If 
Yagata Velomatasa. If you work hard and you don't arrive, Al Tamin. Don't believe it. Lo Yagata, if you didn't work hard and you arrived, Umatasa, Al Tamin. So basically, if a person puts in the work, he will eventually get there. He'll feel good about what he's doing. He'll feel good. He'll feel like he's conquering. If you take the problems that we have, laziness, desires, escapisms, those are things that most of the time, if somebody really wants to work on that, he could sort of get there. When I said you want to have new problems, what I meant was is that you don't want to be stuck. You don't want to be stuck dealing with the same things all the time. Sometimes you might have something that you got to keep on working and working and working. But Chaim Yaakov happens to be 100% right. I said this when it comes to dating. I said this and I love this line. It's not how many problems a person has. It's, am I a person who works on myself? That's the bottom line. So you, so you are right. You are right, Chaim Yaakov. The, the goal is that I'm working on myself. Right? And I want to say something also, and then Matthew will get to you in a second, is that frustration comes when I need to fix my problem. And I didn't fix my problem. What I've noticed most of the time in my life, and I'm sure everyone here also, when you work on yourself and you genuinely work on different problems, ultimately you will be able to get over them. If you're really just focused on working on myself and working on myself and process and process, you will end up beating it. If you're focused on beating it, it's sometimes a little bit more frustrating. I say, I gotta work on myself, I gotta work on whatever it is, you'll, you'll eventually get there. Beautiful. It depends. So, so I, honestly, it really depends what it is. If you wanna give an example, if you give an example, getting up in the morning is not something that, I'm just saying, getting up in the morning is not something that, that uh, I'm just picking that example just because you know, a lot of people struggle with that. Getting up in the morning is not a problem that a person has to work on. Stopping, uh, stopping escapism, whether it's drugs, alcohol, watching things, that's not a problem. It's not hard to say, okay, I'm not, I'm not watching this. I'm, here, I'm giving it my phone. It's not a problem. The problem is before that. The problem is why can't I get out of bed? The problem is why am I going to sleep so late? The problem is what's the, you know what I mean? A person gets out of bed. What's the difference they have to get out at 2 in the afternoon? So make 2 in the afternoon, 8 o'clock in the morning. What? I think if a person would really attack whatever it is, he would be able to, to, to get there. That's usually not the problem. Usually the problem is what's behind whatever is happening. What's behind my actions? What's triggering me that I can't get out of bed? Like we said, purpose is the greatest alarm clock. What's triggering me that, I, that when I'm in a bad mood, I automatically, that's where I go. I go back into bed. Or I, uh, I don't know, I turn on, I watch a movie. Or I, whatever it might be, whatever escapisms, that a person has. After a person has an inspiring day, then he goes ahead and he, you know, uh, I can't deal with it, I gotta go here. I gotta do this, I need this. I'm fiending, I'm fiending. You know, I'm hungry for this thing. Why, why? That's usually the problem that if a person doesn't address it, 
if a person doesn't address it, it'll stay with them. So that's really what I, what I mean. Does that make sense? Yes, my issue. Right. So you're changing your habits, you're no longer right. going out till three in the morning. Right. Waking up is something else. But right. if you're changing your habits, then you fix that part. Nice. Nice. Overgrown lawn, right? So one day you have to do the work of cleaning it up. And now every 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 few weeks it's gonna grow. So you have to get a haircut. So you have to give you have to give it give it a you know lawn you have to move on. Very good. So that's that's the maintenance aspect. Beautiful. Beautiful man. I, I, we're segueing into something that's, I think, very, very important, and, and I like the way Maishi's bringing it out also, is that there's, there's you, the, you know, uh, underlying issues, right, if you remember IPCO, that's really when there's real problems. Meaning, like Maishi's saying, maintaining a schedule is, is sort of like, it's not a problem if a person can't maintain a schedule. And there might be a problem is why can't I maintain a schedule? It's not a big deal for a person to keep a schedule. Just if I can't keep a schedule, and I, for some reason, I'm having trouble with, with basic things, and I gotta question myself and say, what's under that? Why can't I, every person, right? You look at a child, every child, an eight-year-old, seven-year-old, 10-year-old child, gets out of bed, jumping around, what's, what's going on today? How can I have a, a busy, 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 busy day? And then what happens when a person becomes 15, 16, 17, whatever age, right, he becomes, and then things get slower, he gets depressed, or it could be, could even start earlier. He starts having certain anxieties, social things, whatever it might be, then things start surfacing of what's going on inside of him. Right? That's, that's usually what happens. And then if you don't deal with it, if you don't deal with it, you'll never deal with it. You could be 25 years old, you could be 35 years old, you could be 45 years old, you could be 55 years old, you could be 65 year old, year old dot, 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 with the same problem. You ever see an old man act like a baby? I've seen an old man act like a baby. There's my favorite, my favorite famous, famous, could be it's, it's famous in my mind, right? But it's a story I've said over many times. The first time I, I flew first class and uh, someone flew me in for a wedding actually flew me to Israel, and I flew on Delta, and I was at, it was actually upstairs, it's a whole story, how I got, I almost felt like the, like, like I, I died and went to heaven, I felt like, wow, this is like amazing, I'm flying to Israel, is when I lived in America, I'm flying to Israel on first class, not only, not business class, first class, I like walked up, you know, and the people up there, you know, are, could, could afford first class, and I'm, I was, you know, being flown out, um, sitting there, they run over to you, the, the stewardesses and everything, they run over to you like, the second you get there, like, you know, what can we get for you, and champagne, blah, blah, and I was like, all oh, embarrassed, no, you know, like, whatever, whatever, my, whatever my stuff, I remember, it was amazing, it was a great experience, and I sat next to this guy, I don't know who remembers the story, so I'm sorry if, I'm, uh, if you remember the story, but it's a good story, the Chazor over, I love this story, I sat next to this guy, and you have a lot of space, there are two people in a row. I had the window seat. I had like so much room. You could lie down. You could like do anything. Right? And the guy next to me was like a 70-year-old man. 
I remember this, I'll never forget this. 70-year-old man, and he's there, and his, whatever, just a, a long story short, his, uh, his uh, device and his television thing, or whatever it's called, right, wasn't working. And the guy, right, I'm sitting there saying like, oh my gosh, like, not working, I don't need anything. I could just like, I didn't want to get off the plane. I just wanted to hang out there. This guy was, was angry, right? And he was like yelling, the guy for the first hour of the flight, he's like miserable acting literally like a baby. And this guy wasn't, I don't think, being treated to fly first class. This is a guy who, who is flying first class, an older man, and I'm like, I'm like, that is so sad. I never, ever, ever want to be like that. You have everything. This guy's like, you know, sitting there. Now, of course, I wasn't, I don't remember uh, judging him, not judging him, but I was like, this is incredible how a person could be in his 70s, 60s, 70s. He could be able to afford first class. He's flying, you know, uh, like a king, but his, but his device, right, they brought him a, a personal thing, whatever it is, they were able to fix Right? They were to fix his problem. But what did, what did that show me? But it showed me something incredible. That if you don't work on your problems, if you don't work on, on whatever it is that you have, right? I'm sure as a little kid, he did the same exact thing. I'm sure he tantrumed as a little kid. It could be that no one told him you can't tantrum. It could be he never had to work on himself. Whatever, whatever the reason is or was, if you don't work on your uh, quote-unquote problems, if you don't deal, let me say that better, if you don't deal with your, your inside stuff, if you don't deal with your triggers, if you don't deal with your anger, with your tithes, you don't deal with all of those things, it does not go away. It will not go away. Not only will it not go away, it'll get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And it'll get more embarrassing. To be a 10-year-old kid who's throwing a tantrum that his, that his iPad doesn't work is, is, uh, is uh, okay. You're not going to tell stories about a 10-year-old kid who threw a tantrum on the plane because his iPad didn't work. But, but you're going to tell a story about a 65-year-old guy in first class whose iPad doesn't work who threw a tantrum. That you're going to tell a story about. Correct. Beautiful. Correct. Correct. We want to enjoy. We want to enjoy. But people, but Rabbi Regensburg, you're so true. People are miserable. And what are they miserable from? Someone told me the other day, so when he told me about it, he says, I realized, you know, he's... Uh, he realized he's waking up and realizing waking up, I don't mean physically waking up, he's waking up mentally saying, I realize like, like I'm in yeshiva, like I really have like everything that I need and like I don't, there's no pressure, especially here and like I have everything that I need like and, and like I have just an opportunity to change and grow and like just do whatever I want to do. When a person gets married and a person has children and a person has more responsibilities, of course, that's, that's our goal. Our goal is to do that. But, but uh, even then, a person could look and say, Baruch Hashem, how blessed he is. Correct. Sabenu metuvecha. Okay, yeah. Someone else said yes. Misano. Yeah, 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 so you need to, that's a great question, so a lot, so usually if you keep on bumping into the same 
same wall, so you got to question yourself. You have to speak to somebody, say, am I approaching it right, or do I need to keep on knocking? Do I need to keep on banging, right? Sometimes a person has a wall and he's smashing it, and somebody will tell you, yeah, I've told someone in Shalom Bias, one of my favorite lines, that someone asked me a private question, Shalom Bias, blah, blah, says, how long do you think it'll take until, until I get to this level, blah, blah, I said, oh, about 20 years. About 20 years. So good, okay? So then you know that it's going to take you 20 years. Some things you could say, okay, it'll take you, right? If someone's saying, how long is it going to take me to figure out, you know, how to start getting up in the morning and having a good schedule? So if you tell the guy 20 years, okay, it's not going to take 20 years. That's not something that, that it would make sense that it takes. But if you see that there's something simple, quote unquote, that's taking you a harder time than somebody else, and you got to question that, and you got to ask somebody, say, do you also struggle with this? How hard is it for you uh, you know, for X, Y, and Z, right? How hard is it for you to be open and to have an open conversation with someone? So God could say, oh, it's really, really hard. You could say, okay, that might be a little bit, might be a little bit out of the realm of, of appropriate. So then you might have to deal differently. Everybody's very different. Everyone's very different. But you can't be afraid. You, you don't want to be afraid of, of asking someone else. A lot of times what happens is, we're afraid to, um, to actually talk to somebody because we're afraid there's something wrong with us. We're afraid that there's something wrong with me. There's something that I have something different than everybody else. It's not going to be that different. Unless you're murdering people, you know, like you're a, uh, a hitman, and at night you, like, murder people, that could be, like, a little bit out of, like, the league of most people. Like, like, you really might have a real problem, or you're bowing down to, to idols... You know what I mean? Or your, you know, stuff like that. That might be something that might be out of the realm of, of what, what I've heard. But most things that people are dealing with nowadays are pretty much within the framework of problems that people, you know, suffer from. You know, people, people are, are usually within the same framework of problems. People are insecure. People have a lot of anxiety. People love escaping. That's, I think, probably number one on the list nowadays of drugs and alcohol and watching things and, and the entertainment system, right? Being addicted to, I don't mean necessarily being an addict, but spending a lot of time just running away from your problems. But those are things nowadays, you know, you speak to someone like Simcha Ekhaus, you speak to, there's a, a big chevra here, you speak to a lot of people, right? Mati, Mati, Mati has to say a story this year, Mitzvah this year at some point, last Rosh Hashanah, you said your story, right? You got to hear Mati has a very big story for, for, for everyone to hear. The whole yeshiva has to hear a story of tr- tremendous, uh, tremendous, uh, something that most people don't go through in their lifetime. So we have someone in our yeshiva who could give you advice on, on trauma. You think you, you think you have PTSD? Speak to Mati about what he went through. And look, he's married, he smiles, He's healthy. He's a great guy. So there's, there's, uh, you know, when it comes to addiction, drug addictions, gambling, uh, you know, uh, alcohol, anything. That Baruch Hashem, we're 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 uh, we're blessed with so many people who've been there, done that, and have been through it. So anything that you're struggling with is going to be a big, big chiddush. It's going to be a big surprise if it's something that people 
have not gone through or don't go through. And if it is something that people don't go through, then you'll uh, you'll you'll get help anyway. It's not it's not a you know as we always say that when the, the less the more you hide it, the bigger it gets. The more you let your problems stay as secrets to yourself, that's how it becomes bigger and bigger. What was that you did last year? What was that 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 muscle you said about that thing that that? Yeah, what does that say? Said, okay, let's go check it out. Let's go see where it is. If you feel so way, I love that. Okay, good. It sounds good. It sounds good, right? Okay, beautiful. Okay, let's just learn the halacha and then we'll wrap up for today. Amazing. Talking negatively about someone's family. We're not allowed to talk about someone's family. I heard that so and so's parents are dishonest. Leah's family is fighting over their father's inheritance. Of course, a person is not going to say and to talk about a family. Um, well, quickly, Hashem will help us. What's the line, Mayor? Great timing. Secrets. Our secrets keep us sick. Our secrets keep us sick. Love it. I love it. Which means when you when you express yourself, then you become healthy, according to Mayor's. Uh, uh, and it's so true. If you keep everything under the, if you don't look under the bed to see if it's there or not because you're too afraid, then it takes over your entire house. As opposed to you look under the bed and say, okay, you know what you do? You, get, you ask your older brother, you ask a friend, come, can we, I'm too afraid to look under the bed. Could you look under the bed with me? When a person begins to do that, he says, okay, oh, it's actually this, it's actually that. It's okay. You know, it's okay. And the more you do it, and what I love about that, see, Mayor, you come in, you already get me all excited, right? What I, what, I, what, I, what I love about it, just to remind us all, it's something you have to do daily. People think like, okay, I got it, I got it. No, they're dragons that come all the time. They're, they're problems, that's the point, Chaimantel. Every day you're gonna have, it, you hope it's a new problem, even if it's the same problem, but you're, you're approaching it saying, okay, it's Sunday morning, September 12th, right? It's uh, Vav, I think it's Vav, Tishrei, Tufshin, Pei Beis. Okay, I want to have a day and I want to approach my day. How am I approaching my day? Do I have my gratitude? Am I thankful? Right? I was coming to Yeshiva today. I was like, okay, let's be thankful. Right? I don't want to be thankful. I'm tired. I don't want to be thankful. But I'm like, let's try and be thankful. So I was saying, thank you and thank you, Hashem. And thank you. And then you go, Miss Hilsey Charm, let's go. We're doing, what are we talking about? Problems. I spoke about problems Friday night. Don't I have anything better to talk about? 
Why am I talking about the same thing? Because I have nothing. No, because we got to talk about it. Because the more you talk about it, you talk about it every day. And talk, talk about anxiety. Why am I talking about anxiety? I thought my anxiety is done. Exactly. The reason it's done is because I talk about it. That's why. And the more a person talks about Lush and Hara, what do you mean? We're talking about Lush and Hara again? Mesil Sharm again? I thought we, I thought we, got, we got over this already. Oh, you mean you thought you got over it. Oh, so you have no more problems. Oh, okay. No. The more a person reminds himself of the principles of being healthy, to talk things out, to have gratitude, to not speak Lashon Hara, to realize that life can be challenging, to realize that it's okay that I have problems, to ask for help, say, I need help. I want to tell everyone something. Asking for help is not because you're 18, 19, 20 years old in yeshiva. I have to learn more and more to ask for help myself, to ask for help, whether it's from my wife, whether it's from the Chasheva uh, amazing Rebbeim and staff that works, that, that we all work together. The, the more I ask for help, the more I ask for help, the stronger I become and the more I understand myself. It's not like, okay, you guys have to ask for help because you guys are young and whatever, you'll get over it. One day, you won't have to ask for help. Okay, I, I don't know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm weak and maybe I still have to ask for help. I'm okay with that, I'm okay with that. But I believe that, it's, that that's what life, how about this, Hashem, we didn't get to the parish yet, Nase Adam, Rashi Chazal say, Hashem went ahead and asked his, the Malachim, he asked, to, he asked for help, so to speak. Nasadam to create man. What is Hashem? Hashem can't do it himself. Hashem can't do it. Of course he can do it himself. Maybe Mahu Avata, he's teaching us a lesson in life. Okay, amazing. Okay, I love it. Um, let's just do a quick. Hashem should help us not speak any Lashon Hara, which we focus on ourselves. Be able to focus, have a new, beautiful day, a new life. Yes, Maishi. Um, go, 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 go. I'm finished. I want to just wrap up. I just want to do, say one line in Mesil Zisharim, just to be Yotze, to learn a little Mesil Zisharim, especially during, during Aser Smei Tshuva. I said, I thought of this during the Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Nice. Amazing. 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 I told Robin I want you to do tell me more things here, things I can work on, because I want to, you know, just like, I've had, I got a bunch of things done, and it was like, what next can I focus on? What can I put my priorities on? And something I thought, you know, it starts to make you as now. A lot, especially for like all the, the first year guys, but this applies to everyone. You know, you, you have like, there's things that you, you want to be at, and then there's also, you, know, you do know where you are. You know what you do. If you're, if you're going to town, if you're not doing three star, whatever level that you're on, that you know that there's something you could be doing or should be doing or you want to want to be doing, and you know that there's stuff that you're doing that prevents that. So during what I, what I came up with is during Saras Mechuba, you can see this is where I want to be, and this is where I will be. Right now I'm doing something wrong. Like this is who I am. I'm a person who does this. And to overshoot and then scale back is fine. Don't, don't be worried about uh, our whole life. You know, don't don't get yourself too burnt out. Um, don't be too like you know like egotistical and stuff like that. And that's something that over here, like you no, know, you are awesome. You can hold yourself to this level and go for it. 
burn yourself out and take a vacation if you want. Don't, don't hold yourself back and say you can't do something. And if right now you can't, that's fine. But hold yourself to the level that I am this person who does this. But currently, I'm, I, I fail. It's better to fail at something than not be doing it at all. Beautiful. Amazing. 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 Beautiful. Love it. Just writing down a list of like goals and Beautiful. things that you want to achieve and Beautiful. writing down who you are and just understanding yourself. Beautiful. And written Beautiful. audio, video, everything you speak to a friend or everything. Beautiful. Just get that like who you Beautiful. are. Beautiful. Love it. Yes. Yes. Well said, Mikey. Well said. I want to say, go ahead, Mikey. Amazing. I want to say, what, 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 I, what I like about what you're saying is the fact that once a person has his notebook and his pen and he's alone, even if it's for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever he's going to put down is, is, is great, it doesn't matter. Meaning, yes, I love what you're saying, Mikey. My point, what I want to say is that the fact that you spent the time to invest in yourself and have a pen and a notebook and have these thoughts to say, where am I? Where am I going? What do I got to do? That is success. It's not whether you get there, you don't get there. You'll, you will eventually get there, I promise you. I promise you, you will. If you have a notebook and you have a pen or a pencil and you have a, a, a forum where you are looking into yourself and your life and, and, and thinking in those terms, you will become successful. It's, it's, it's impossible not to be. It's the second you don't have the notebook and you don't have the pen and you don't spend that time doing that. That's when a person will, will not get to where he wants to get to. So beautiful, Maishi, amazing. Okay. Um, um, we're in Mishkalaxidis. It's a little bit hard to, uh, to do this quickly. Um, but basically, uh, I'm going to end off just with a little Mishil Sharm where he talks about uh, gray area and black and white. Basically, when it comes to mitzvos and averos, a person has to make sure that he's keeping the mitzvos and he's not doing averos. Now, like Maishi said, if a person, this is very important when it comes to doing tshuva, is if a person is not holding by a certain mitzvah, or he's not holding by not doing an avera, he's not up to that, but at least to admit and to say, I am not upholding what I'm supposed to be upholding, as opposed to being in denial and saying, oh, oh, I don't believe in that. Nobody doesn't believe in it. In our generation, sorry to offend all the uh, pseudo-intellects who say they do believe, they don't believe, they do believe, they don't believe. Our generation is not a generation that's smart enough not to believe or yes to believe. The masculine, maybe generations before, they had real people who were able to deny God and they could prove it, right? Whatever they're going to try and prove it. Saying our generation, we're, 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 uh, we're, we're, we're Bali Taiva. Our problem is our desires that we give into. And when a person gives into his desires, what that does is he now needs an excuse not to believe in God. Because if I believe in God, quote unquote, and I have this connection with God, I'm supposed to have the connection to God, then I can't live my life of freedom, right? Obviously, which is, uh, makes sense. A person wants to give into his desires, so he needs to justify why I'm giving into my desires. So uh, Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be Zoha, Tshuva. What an amazing, amazing beginning of, of the year for all of us. Let us pray for all the Jewish people. Let us pray for our families, for our parents, for our siblings, for our children, for our spouses, 
for our, 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 our neighbors, our community. Pray, pray, pray that we are all able, Be'ez Hashem, this year to have a year of tremendous growth, a year of tremendous change. As Maishi said, and I, and I could just say, get yourself a notebook, get yourself, I don't know if nowadays you could say, get an app or get something that can be all for you, all for you to work on yourself, to, 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 uh, to gauge where you're holding. And through that, we'll be Zohar to have an amazing, amazing year together. Have a wonderful day, everybody.